What's up, Blockers? Welcome back to another episode of Blockcast. What's up, Flockers? We're back with another episode of Flockcast. Uh, it is Thursday, December 7th, and Pigeons are starting their Midwest run tonight in Cleveland. But before we get into any of that, we've, we've got with us, as always, Mr. Colin Long. What's going on, Colin? Good afternoon, Jake. How are you? It seems like you're uh, – are you behind the wheel right now? Are you driving? Uh, I currently am on the way to Cleveland to see the Ooh, birds. Coming in hot, Jake is inbound. Dude. I got FOMO, like you don't know, uh, right now. Uh, as, it, as we've talked about, uh, you know, I don't have any shows planned until uh, – pigeon shows planned until February. Uh, so the FOMO is real right now. I'm super excited for everyone, band included, that, you know, they're, they're setting the Midwest off right now uh, in a big way. Yeah, you shouldn't have too much FOMO. What are you doing this weekend? I guess I'm blasting off into space for Goosemiss, but, you know, look, it's still not as exciting as a pigeon show. But, uh, yeah, no, no, no pity on my behalf. I, I expect no, no one to feel bad for me right now. We're early flight tomorrow morning and uh, blasting off with the goose. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been absolutely excited and pumped all week for these shows. Uh, I've got VIP tonight. So I'm finally going to be. What are you going to do when you meet the band? Are you going to be excited? What are you going to say to them? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, what you should do is you should list every show you've ever been to and and talk about it in detail. Like, oh, my God, didn't this one night and then this one day. They love when you do that. (laughs) No, I'm going to tell them what I'm going to tell them what they should play tonight. I, you know what? That's actually even better. List out, like, here's the things you should do. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Rudman said, please don't tell them to play Sukasa uh, in Philadelphia or to play Sukasa this week so they don't play it in Philadelphia. So I might. Yeah, but you, ju- you just said it. You just said it. You did it. Ah, oh, man. I know. Sorry, he Rudman. said it too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Before we get, go any further, we got a special guest today, uh, all the way from. North Dakota, Mr. Guy Keeves. What's going on, Guy? What's up, Guy? How's it going? How's it going, guys? It's going all right. As you can tell, we're up in Adam this morning. Yeah, we're we're off on it. But Guy, uh, you as I hear, you were at the uh, was it the San Diego and Tempe shows? Yeah, uh, correct, correct. I uh, flew out there, got away from the North Dakota weather for a little bit. I uh, got to celebrate my birthday with the boys. Happy birthday! Congratulations. <laughs> 21 yeah, delighted <laughs> yeah i wish i wish <laughs> yeah, you had, uh, but you yeah. had oh go ahead you had vip was... one of the nights right uh yeah so i kind of accidentally bought it for both nights um uh, that's it that's so... i've accidentally done those types of things before as well i understand how that goes <laughs> yeah, uh, you know being the guy there the second night is like oh hi again like you know <laughs> remember me from last night hey uh, they did actually. It was really cool. They were like, "Hey, how was your birthday?" You know, like it was oh, nice. Super, super genuine. Great, great guys. Uh, the little one-on-one experience you get to have with them in the VIP. You know, it's it's like five minutes. Doesn't last super long, but it's enough to, 
you know, kind of shake everybody's hands and have a moment with everybody. Yeah, uh, I saw the photo you posted. You got a, a cool photo op. I mean, that, look, I, I really think with the VIP, it's cool that they do that because, like, to your point, uh, Guy, is that you, you get that little kind of one-to-one experience, get to chat with them for a quick couple minutes. You know, five minutes is actually kind of a long time when you think about it when, you, when, you're, when you're chatting with them. But, yeah, it's it's fun to kind of have that uh, access. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, to that photo, you know, it was just – it's like some, I just wanted to do something weird and fun, so I thought, like <laughs> – Let's take a prom photo together. I love that. <laughs> Everyone was in a row too, right? <laughs> yeah. It was great. And I was like, they ended up using it for their Instagram story that day. And I was just beside myself. Like it was like, it's like the best birthday present I could have asked for. Uh, really. Yeah, that's, that's definitely uh, really cool. Um, and then, look, that's, that's why this band is so much fun, right? Like they're, they're cool like that. They, you know, if you have a funny idea, they're more than happy to, you know, to, oblige and uh do a prom photo with you i, I remember when i saw it, it was posted in the flock i think when you posted it first i got a good kick out of that i've seen a f- couple of them that have been pretty funny out of the vip uh the photos so it's definitely yeah, cool doing that i was super happy for you dude that was <laughs> really funny really unique you know yeah it was uh, it was great greg was super like seemed jazzed on it because i was like hey can we do this and he's like all right everybody just grab hips <laughs> i could see greg riding with that one too um but the observatory park uh venue is really cool uh, i was fortunate enough a couple years ago to uh as i think i've said on the pod before but the most tired i've ever been at a venue but it's a really cool spot uh for a show i, I really like the the setup there at the, in san diego oh i 100 percent agree it was my first time at that venue um but yeah, the weather was obviously San Diego weather, so it was fantastic. Um, the venue itself, though, was great. Sounded great. Lights were great. Uh, I mean, the, just the entire staff there, uh, from the bartenders down to the security guards, were all super, super cool. Um, great, great venue. Yeah, and, and it seemed like it was also a great, great show. Uh, you know, they, they opened with Jake's least favorite song, uh, which is always a bummer, but it seemed like from there they really kind of caught fire. Yeah, actually, it's funny, I, Jake. I thought about <laughs> you because I know you love a good sale on. Uh, if it wasn't being live streamed, I was actually going to pull out my phone and record it and like try to send it to you because I know you love that song so much. Um, yeah, yeah, great. I appreciate that. So uh, I haven't even. I, that's the only song I've listened to this for, from this show. Uh, so I'm interested to hear what you have to say about the rest of the show. But yeah, I didn't even get to see the live stream uh, this night because I was uh, watching my son and but, I forgot but, about but, him. But big shout out to Nugs and MK Devo because this whole tour, just the streams, the, the additional content they put like on their YouTube channel, I feel like it's for the first time in a little while they've actually been putting out a lot of content uh, and making it available. So I was super appreciative that even though we couldn't be there in person, we, we had the ability to uh, to watch remote, which is really cool. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. I definitely still need to get a next subscription. Still slacking on that. You got to get on that, Jake. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, you. This is this is the real answer to that. My series expires in December, and they have a VIP uh, subscription that get, also gives you a Nugs sub- subscription, so I'm waiting to do that. So I'm going to have a Nugs uh, and a Serious subscription. 
There you go. I lately I've been writing a bunch of cars and it's always my favorite things to do in the cars to like to put on like uh to, to set the presets in the car as like the Grateful Dead station, fish radio. <laughs> but I, I love I love Sirius has that stuff set up. It's it's pretty dope. Yeah, but let's go through this uh San Diego show real quick. Uh guy, what what was uh your favorite song or what came after Sail On you want to talk about? Uh, so sail on, they jammed into a move like that. Always super, super fun. Getting everybody kind of loosened up for the night vibe, uh, in a Twitch, which is also another just super, super fun song for me. I was, I was actually, it's been a minute since they played a Twitch. I don't know how many shows it's been, but I feel like they haven't bust that one out in a hot second. Yeah. It's not one that I see pop up often on the set list that i see and so i'm always like chasing songs that i haven't seen before or yep. haven't live uh, and that was that was one of them so I was like, um, but yeah the rest of the set was awesome too you know something for you time to ride uh, i think the highlight for me was the king kong sign sealed delivered jam that's that, always a, a good time there especially when they bring out uh jeremy from dogs they were, they were sitting on that right yep yep yeah he came out he absolutely killed it uh little problem with his vocal microphone like at the start of the song they were having some technical issues um but very quickly into the whole thing it just the ball got rolling and i'd I'd gotten like a king kong's war pigs before and a couple other jams but i'd never got a sign sealed uh so that was just absolutely amazing absolutely amazing uh first yeah when they bust that one out, it's great. I'll, I'll always call out in uh, DC when they played at the anthem. There, uh, the King Kong sign still delivered with "Here Come the Mummies," and that's still. I would call that one out as my favorite version of them doing that. But yeah, look, a, a good King Kong sandwich is always delicious, a hundred percent. And you can't beat sit in horns either, so I don't. I don't blame you. But I mean, look, sit in keys. Like, yeah, I, I love a good sit in with the pigeons. I think this is one of the beauties of them was they have such great bands that tour with them, like Dogs in a Pile. I mean, they, they went on an incredible run, you know, from Texas or you know, before Texas, I guess, from New Orleans all the way through. Uh, you know, you're going to get some, some good sit ins from those guys. So uh, it's always fun, and you, you never know what to expect. 100%. And big shout out to Dogs, too. Like, both nights, they were awesome, awesome openers. Uh, really got into them. I'd never seen them before, and they were they were definitely better than I expected. I had a lot of guys. Yeah, I think a lot of people have been saying that. I mean, look, I've been fortunate to catch dogs a couple times prior to this, but uh, you know, it's it's interesting when they have an opener that sometimes they'll be like, all right, I'll show up during the opener set, and there's sometimes where I'm just showing up for the opener set also. Uh, and dogs definitely have that draw where I love seeing the the venue so full for the opener. Uh, and then it just stays that way for the rest of the show. So it's, uh, yeah, dogs, congratulations to them. I mean, it looks like they're going off on a bunch of shows on their own here soon. Uh, but this tour is definitely a good one for them. But, you know, going into the second set, uh, was did Greg do a, an intro for Penguins? I always feel like I haven't listened to the set yet. Uh, but, you know, typically they just uh, wander their way into it. Uh, typically yes they do i actually thought they were going to do it at the beginning of the first set because greg was talking about how it was the penultimate show and he kept making little pen references and i was <laughs> interesting that he was going to like bust out penguins and uh for first set opener uh but he instead did it uh second set 
a little bit of banter like he always does and that penguins was just amazing absolutely amazing one of the best ones i've heard honestly um had a lot a lot of fun with that one jamming with the people on the rail yeah i love that oh you're on the rail too even better no i, I every what time side? i hear what side were you on guy uh <laughs> so i'm kind of in like a lee mel's kind of spot where it's like right in front of greg right almost like right in front of gator so i'm like in between jeremy and greg uh good spot yeah i, I don't know it's just it's where i've always ended up being at shows i <laughs> just like it's my it's my little safe spot i guess or something Watch out, Lee. People coming for your spot. <laughs> right. <laughs> West Coast handled, I guess. Fight yeah, you got, you got to hold it down. Uh, but yeah, like the, the, the second set overall looked really solid. Uh, how was that Eyes of the World? It seemed like everybody was on stage for that. Yeah, it was full. Full band came out. Uh, that was that, that was a real treat. Absolute real treat. Um, I mean, you can never go wrong with a good dead cover. Uh, and eyes is one of the best to jams out to, I, you know, they jam that thing for well, at least like 13, you know, 20 minutes. It seemed, um, you know, the band interaction was, was great. Both bands really, really just were having a great time. Um, yeah, look, you can tell that too. Like anytime there's a sit in, like they're, they're all having a really good time. And I always say like, if, if they're having fun, we're having fun. Uh, but I thought it was kind of funny when I saw the encore. It's like the Doc fake out avalanche. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I remember seeing this. How fucking hilarious is that shit? Like, just from their just from their perspective. Hold on, real quick. Just from their perspective, they're playing Doxy and everyone just kind of like doing a, a collective sigh, <laughs> turning to each other, talking. Oh, let's go. The show's over. You know. And then I can even see a few people in the back just like leaving, like, oh, Doc. And then, boom, in the avalanche. What the? Running back in the venue. Holy shit, we're coming back. Dude, like, what the fuck? And then they just crushed the entire fucking venue down. But go ahead, guys. Sorry about that. You're spot on correct. That's, uh, I think that was definitely that was my vibe. I was like, oh great, like you know, I I love Doc. I love all their songs. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, Doc, Doc Encore is like my second least favorite encore. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I it was everyone's favorite. Wait a minute. No, I don't know. I mean, it could be it's somebody's favorite. I'm sure it's but... definitely somebody's favorite. I'm gonna say it's probably Greg's, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, going into that avalanche was was super super awesome. A great great way to end the night. Uh, you know, pigeons just going hard all the time for that show. Uh, like I said, you know, ten out of ten show. Yeah. So from there, did you just road trip it on to Tempe? So I barely made a flight to to phoenix the next morning <laughs> i've been there before <laughs> at least you made it yeah no it was it was uh you know kind of skin of the teeth but we made it there uh you know no no troubles at the airport nice short flight it was you know like an hour or something like that so yeah uh, super quick I, I remember back in the day in 2003 my first fish my second and third fish shows i did at uh, san diego and then uh or from sorry i did Phoenix and then to San Diego, so I, I, I know that trip uh, pretty well. But it's it's definitely much better to fly, I will say. The drive's not so exciting. 
Yeah. And I like, I went by myself. So it was kind of one of those like, well, I'm not going to drive for, you know, forever by myself the day after like, no, I'll just, you know, bite the bullet. I'll just fly out and make it easy. And I'm sure glad I did because the next night, the Tempe show was just an absolute heater in my eyes. It looked, it looked like a, a full on burner. I mean, last show of the tour, you know, I, I, the energy's got to be high because the guys have got to be exhausted. I mean, that when you just look at the run that they did, kind of just like uh, geography wise, uh, they were all over the place. You know, Pacific North, Texas to the Pacific Northwest, all the way down to San Diego, over to Tempe. Uh, that's a lot of miles. They were uh, doing it quick too. They were like in the Pacific Northwest. They were doing uh, so many miles back to back days. So they would yeah. be like in. Uh, Bend, and then they went back into Washington, I think, and then back down to Oregon. They were like all over the place, and I was. It, it reminded me back of like their uh, like 2014 to 2016 tour days, where I was. I remember looking at like the the list, and I'm like, they're in Burlington, they're in Philadelphia, they're in like the, the miles between the venues were significant, and I was like, that's got to just be exhausting to be in a van back when they were doing the van doing thousands of miles but yeah i mean look it's uh they did it looks like they just did a single long set uh which is always i you know i know it's debated but i love a, a one set show as long as it's long <laughs> yeah i mean like the you know one set shows are are kind of fun but this this one set show was was great um you know, you could tell that they were just having a lot of fun on stage you know kind of keeping an eye on the clock waiting for a set break myself and it was, like, I, I, it was getting I hate when I do that is where I'm like watching the clock and then like that's they what do I do. I, <laughs> you know, but I got to like take my watch off at shows now because I got to stop. So I'm like, oh, they're ending now and then they don't. And I'm just like confused and I'm like focusing too much on what's going on and just vibing on the show. I know that's what I don't like. And I'm just like, oh, what's happening? Ah. Come on, Greg. You just give us a little direction here, buddy. You know, yeah. tell us, tell us what's going on. <laughs> I wanna know. I wanna know. Do I, I pee now or do I wait? Red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So But what'd they open with? What'd they come out with? Uh so we got a porcupine opener, which is one of my favorite openers. I know that's yours is say you know, you love a Ceylon, but I love a good porcupine. Porcupine's a hot opener. I'll put that as like a top five show opening Absolutely. song. It kick it literally is a kick in the door. You know, <laughs> we're motherfucking here. Let's go. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Gloves are off. Let's roll right now. Like last show of the tour. Leave it all out on the stage, you know. How was the how was the Bloodshot Rose they played? That kind of they've been putting that more into the rotation since they debuted it. Uh, and it's a song I really haven't had a chance to really kind of get that much into yet. Um, so I know I think it is like they had premiered like a video of it from I think it was the Seattle show. Uh, it was, you know, the day before or, uh, you know, a couple days before this show. And I didn't purposely not listen to it, but I just didn't listen to it. Uh, so when they started playing it, I was, you know, super, super excited. because I was like, oh, new song. I've never heard this one before. Um, and was kind of on the fence about it at first, you know, kind of jammed with it a little bit and a bit of a head bobber. Uh, but by the time the end of the song was done, I was, I was super, super excited. Like it was good, good song. I really enjoyed it. Um, they went into a, you know, super fun Julia after that, which is, you know, always gets the crowd going. Yeah. And then I feel like it's kind of overtime at this point kind of seems like a bust out as well going next, because I was kind of just like pages of the set lists and 
it's been a hot minute that they played that as well. Yeah, and they brought yeah. uh, brought Jeremy out, Jeremy Kaplan from Dogs out for that one as well. Um, you know, it seems though he's been you know sitting in for both of those first sets, and then they have you know full jam, full and jams in the second set. Yeah. Real quick though, uh, this I actually was able to listen to most of the show last night, and uh, before, and that Julia, I was really vibing to really hard. Really? Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Not usually, you know, a super duper Julia fan unless I have like a beanstalk or something in between it. But I was really vibing on this one, and then like you said, Colin, overtime hadn't heard it in a while, and I've been on overtime at work this past two weeks, so it was it was <laughs> funny to hear that. But then before Jeremy Kaplan from Dogs came out, Greg was doing some banter as he like you know set up on his keys or whatever. And was like saying, you know, it's been a great tour with dogs in a pile, uh, great musicians. And I don't know if this was a joke or not, but he was like, oh, no, I wish that they were like better people or something like that. So, like, do, did you catch up on that guy? Did you hear him say that? Like, kind of yeah, taking no, like, I, a- I, I caught him say that. He, he, he like, you couldn't be able to tell it over the audio, but he's like looking at him and he gives him like a real, like, you know, devilish kind of grin when he's saying it, uh, tongue in cheek, just kind of, you know, giving him a little jab. I think that was all that was about. Yeah. And then he was like, so how are you doing tonight to Jeremy? Greg was talking to him and he's like, I'm dandy. And so then he started calling him dandy as a nickname. (laughs) And then Jeremy Kaplan was like, uh, if I'm dandy, then Jeremy Schoen has to be a uh, ginger peach. Did you hear anything <laughs> about that? Like Jeremy's nickname is Ginger Peach. <laughs> oh, I heard it. I definitely definitely had a good laugh at it. Uh, you know the the banter in between. You could tell like these two bands definitely get along. You know they really like each other. Uh, you know, and I think that definitely showed in that moment. All right, cool. That's good to hear because I was just like. When I was listening to that, I was like, kind of like worried for a second. I was like, "Is Greg mad?" <laughs> <laughs> Greg's like, "Yeah, these dogs guys, a bunch of assholes." <laughs> no, look, you can really see that they're 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 having a lot of fun on this tour, and it probably seems like Greg just uh, a little like, white ribbing. Yeah. What song did they uh, go into after that? Um, so after overtime, they did uh, distant times. Which is, you know, that's also one of my one of my favorite go to songs for live shows. It's just brings the energy up. I feel like a whole bunch, and uh, you know, the Gator. I gotta say, Gator on like this whole show, uh, just absolutely amazing. Super, super on point. Props to Gator. Did he? Have, how many buttons did he have undone on his shirt for the show? Were they all undone? It seems like that might have been the case. I think you know they kind of. <laughs> done throughout the show i think it was you know kind of one song one button one song one button kind of vibe. oh he's doing it slow and sexy i like it <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, wow. like, yeah 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 but it looks like the show from there the the, the sequence kind of just to, to close it was super strong uh like, standalone while my guitar not really part of a sandwich i thought was pretty cool uh some Sorry. teases that were in there about that one uh this is this is my favorite part of the the whole two days with with pigeons. Uh, so when I met them the night before, 
do, you know, a little VIP thing. I did the, the thing that you guys said not to do. And I was like, <laughs> Jeremy, did you write the set list yet? And he's like, no, no, we haven't read it. You know, and I was like, look, man, I've been chasing a guitar gently weeps for like six years now. Like that's my all time, like number one, I need to hear you guys do that song live. And he's like, oh yeah, I mean, I'm like, totally, totally awesome. And they didn't play it that <laughs> night. <laughs> so when I came for the second night in, uh, in Tempe and I saw him, you know, for the meet and greet again, I kind of gave Jeremy a little bit of shit and I was like, Hey man, what's up? <laughs> like you didn't play that gently weeps last night. And he kind of, he just chuckled and I was like, it's cool, man. You don't have to like, you know, it's whatever, uh, you know, but you're going to play Schwantham tonight. Right. Cause it was off the set list from the night before. And I, I want to hear that. And he's just like, <laughs> he just starts laughing hysterically. Uh, so after just, I, I, I could picture him doing his little kind of evil chuckle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah, because because you you clearly your 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 request was heard because you got both the guitar and the Schwantham, uh, both on the night two, which is pretty epic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So after distant times got done and they were like you know kind of switching over to start playing weeps, uh, I was you know like directly in front of Jeremy at that point on the rail, and I like as soon as the opening notes hit, I swear the whole band just looked at me. <laughs> they're like here you go <laughs> yeah like just like, buddy you win this time <laughs> like, uh and it was it was amazing it was amazing I, uh yeah i honestly i kind of i wept a bit for the first little bits of that song because i was so damn happy um i mean, look I, I will say of, of all the covers they do i i really love when they, it's like i I'll call pigeon a song because they take like while my guitar gently weeps and completely rewrite the song and turn it into a just a, a it's a good song at, at, at a baseline but you know they they up tempo that thing and just turn it into a rager i love it oh yeah of of all the covers they do you know that um you know like long train running is another one <laughs> yeah buddy ow man heck there yeah he is. God, that's what i'm talking about <laughs> i love a long train running dude i can't it's oh. that I've seen it one time and it's burned into my brain for the rest of my life. It's <laughs> out of my head. Yeah, I saw it at a Globe Hall show in like 2019, and that was that was just like, what the what the hell is going on? This is amazing, and I love this song even more now. Like, uh, but yeah. So after like the weeps, they jammed it into kind of like a couldn't we all, which again, like no couldn't we all sandwich, which I was kind of expecting. Right. Uh, you would think that the guitar would be within the Couldn't We All or something like that, but they have two standalone songs, which is, I, th I thought, interesting, but works. Right. And then they finished, uh, or I guess they didn't really finish the set with the Liquid, but like Liquid was supposed to be the first set closer. Um, you know, they had just, they played for, you know, so, so long at that point that you could tell even like the band members were looking at the big red clock next to the stage um, that <laughs> was just blinding at times um but yeah so they just played right on through you know kind of asked the man or you know hey you guys okay if we just keep playing and like we have a choice or anything but I, but i feel like it's if, if, if they're like if, if any bands like should we keep playing i feel like the answer is always yes right like no that, please stop take yeah, a break like no <laughs> let's go uh <laughs> i was joking uh, i was a couple weeks ago i was at friends giving uh for twiddle's final shows and their last day they did three sets and i just remember like oh great let's just have two set breaks 
<laughs> like my favorite thing. Like, why don't you like let's just play two longer sets or one giant set? I don't know, guys, but right. uh, you know, who 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 loves set break? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, uh, yeah, jammed right into that, uh, burning up my time, surreal, burning up my time sandwich. Uh, always great. Burning up my time is one of those. It was one of the early pigeon songs that I really fell in love with. Uh, it's definitely an, an OG banger for sure, especially when they put like a surreal sandwich in there. That's that's a big that's a big bump. Uh, but in there, I mean, I'm sure that Horizon had to be pretty good as well. Kind of like not quite close the set, but you know, you're you're kind of getting towards the end there. But show show almost closing, tour ending, big Horizons has got to be uh, well placed. Oh yeah, it was it was great. I was kind of like surprised to hear it because I think they had played it two nights before in La, uh, Los Angeles. So I, even though it was tour closer, I was like, ah, you know, they maybe they won't play it. But um, yeah, to my surprise, they did, and it was it's epic as always. I mean, you can't beat a good Horizon. On I, I think it's one of those songs where it's like, yeah, look, you yeah, could play it all the time. I, I I can't get enough of it. It really is. Their marquee song, in my opinion, it's not. It was like play one pigeon songs to define the band. I'd be like, here's a horizon. Yeah. Um, but from there, you get to Elefante, and then into your second request, the Schwantham, to to close out the set. Had to be a, a nice uh, way to end the one big set. Oh, phenomenal, phenomenal! Uh, like I said, this whole this whole big set they played so like pretty much all of my favorite songs. I mean, there's a few. You know, in there that I, I would have loved to hear, of course, but you know, uh, what they did play was absolutely amazing. And then to get that cross-eyed and painless with the full band again. Yeah, know. I saw that, and that was uh, it's a, I love that song. Uh, you know, they did an all-star set at Dome Fest a couple of years ago. It was great, but yeah, to bring all the dogs on at once, that had to be just a, a great jam. Oh, uh, it was it was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, after getting like the you know the dogs of the world is what they called it on the set list from the night before uh and then getting uh you know them to come back out again i knew whatever they played was going to be amazing and you know they've been on this talking heads run now for a little while uh so getting getting a talking head song was you know just stellar yeah stellar. and then, and one could argue of all the talking head songs that, that cross-eyed might be the best for jam bands to get the crush, like it, it could be one of the best talking head songs, just my opinion. Uh, but yeah, I was super excited to see that. And I, I still have to have a listen to it, but uh, yeah, I mean, look to your point, the talking heads, like just coming off of their Halloween run, you know, they peppered some of that stuff in throughout the rest of the tour. Uh, I was probably would see some more Radiohead, but uh, <clears throat> I, I still think that those are ones they'll bust out kind of like they did with like uh uh, Rocket Man and some other ones that they'll kind of pepper in from time to time. But <clears throat> now they're on a little bit of a break, but uh, tell this weekend, right, Jake? Is that the. Uh, yeah. Tonight. I'm halfway. To tonight. Uh, I'm halfway to Cleveland yeah. right now. Uh, break, break is over for them. It breaks over for them. They got four days in the Midwest and then they got a week off. Uh, until next weekend where they got two nights at the Brooklyn Bowl, but tonight they are in Cleveland at the Agora Theater. Uh, it's where they played last time, and 
it's an early show tonight. Doors are at 6.15. Music oh, starts wow. at 7. Broccoli and Samurai. That's right. And they're coming back together just for pigeons. That's what they've been doing uh, the last two or three times, I think, they've come back together. It's just to play at Dome Fest and to open up for pigeons. So, really? I'm happy. Pig- yeah. I'm happy about that one because Broccoli Samurai is fantastic. And then they're probably going to have a key sit in later in the night. So looking forward to that. It looks like they're going to play a one set tonight. I think the curfew for them is 1130. I believe is what I saw. So going to be getting out of there early. And then uh, tomorrow they head to Chicago. And then Saturday, they're in Covington, Kentucky. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like they love that venue, the Madison Theater. I, I feel like I, just, I always hear about shows they play there. It's pretty epic. So, uh, Yeah, so Madison is owned by Essential Productions, who does Resonance. That's who ran Resonance, was Essential Productions. And they own Madison and have been, you know, a big... Uh, reason why pigeons are big in the mid big in the midwest is because they have been giving them lots of opportunities as well as like you know rob chafin from the works at the workout that's how they've gotten their exposure in the midwest so uh yeah covington is going to be a big show for them this saturday where uh we're hosting a flock meetup at Braxton Brewery, which is right around the corner from the venue. Uh, We're having a raffle. The band's actually going to be giving us a signed tour poster for this run. What? Yeah, and uh, I posted links to a virtual food drive that we're hosting. Uh, Just get in the Flock cast. It's in Cincy Flockers, Indie Flock Bam, and the Flock and on my personal Facebook page, uh, minimum domain donation is $3. And all you have to do is show me the receipt of that. And we're going to write down names, put them in the hat, make it real simple. It's one donation, one entry per person. So before the show, we'll draw, take a drawing. And whoever gets that drawing gets that poster. We'll probably add a few extra things into that prize pack. But yeah. We're already planning on having at least about 15 people showing up. So we'd love to see you guys come out early before the show, have a drink or not, and then rage down in Covington. And then following that show, they are in Detroit to wrap up their little run. And uh, yeah, so that does their little Midwest run. I always feel like the uh, the Midwest gets a lot of flock love uh, every year. They kind of you know do that kind of run through Cleveland, Chicago. They you know, the Madison uh, always a heater run of shows uh, from everything I've seen. So it, it set up to be a good time. Uh, well, again, this the, is the, the FOMO is real, Jake. I'm just sorry. I'm just talking myself through it right now. Bear with me. In in my <laughs> eyes, in my eyes, Covington is like a big show because it was the last venue that they played at before uh COVID and had to shut down their tour. So they have Wait, returned. that show was so good. It shut down the country, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm that is what I'm saying. <laughs> so like that show was really good. There was a lot of 
it's just gonna it's just gonna be a really good show. I'm just excited for it. Gonna see a lot of fam hugs, kisses, butt grabs, you know, the whole Hey, show. look out. The whole shit's coming in hot. Hey, I'm not <laughs> saying I'm gonna be doing that. I'm just saying, you know, my it's just gonna be happening. Hey, look, when the horizon's playing, stuff happens. All right, listen. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. But thanks, guy. I know uh, we had some scheduling conflicts. It took a while to get us all together to get this thing in. I'm happy that you were able to hop on and give us uh, your perspective on some pigeons, man. Oh, thank you guys for having me. It's a absolute pleasure. Yeah, I remember you told me in June or something that you were going to do these shows, and I was like, "Dang, dude, it's June." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm gonna have to get back to you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, but, I'm so stoked on pigeons, man. They've just, they've become probably my absolute favorite band at this point. Um. So, you know, I just, yeah, anything I can do to try to, you know, spread the gospel of Greg, Jeremy, Ben, and Gator, I'm, I'm going for. Amen to that. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, I'll see you soon. Yeah. All right. Have fun tonight, guys. Or Jake, uh, Guy, thanks for having, or thanks for joining us. And we'll see you guys next time.